Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline covering every angle of sunday's slate of football this is the pro football blitz on visa the sports betting network Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz, hour number three. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. On this Sunday night, Sunday night football going on in Big D between the Dallas Cowboys and the Indianapolis Colts. And we were just laughing at the break with uh, Will Hill. If you happen to catch the very first segment of the program, of course, we always preview, do a final preview of the Sunday night game. And Will Hill said he liked uh, minus six and a half with the Cowboys in the first half. And uh, what a wild win that was with a couple of interceptions by both Prescott and Ryan in the final two minutes of action there. And the Cowboys end up cashing that ticket for Will Hill as they are up by eight, 21 to 13 after one half of football. And it was just moments before the Dallas Cowboys were able to intercept Matt Ryan and punch that in for a touchdown that it was just 14-13. And it looks like the Colts might even go to the locker room with the lead. Not to be. Will Hill wins his bet. Dallas goes to the break up by eight. They are currently 12.5-point favorites for the entire game in the in-game market, uh, minus 1,100 on the money line. And your in-game total at its highest point, I believe, of the evening at 55 and a half. Uh, the halftime line, just the second half alone, the Cowboys are three and a half point favorites with a total of 21 and a half. Looking at some of the stats here, Mike, uh, Jonathan Taylor, 12 carries for 55 yards. I think that's off to a pretty good start. Uh, it really, it was just the final two minutes there that kind of unraveled for the Indianapolis Colts. His uh, proposition for rushing yards was 75 and a half. He's well on his way to going over that. 
Alec Pierce. That was one of the prop bets that I liked for him to go over 27 and a half yards receiving. He's done it on one catch, one catch for 45 yards. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 10 carries for 41 yards. Tony Pollard, eight carries for 34 yards. Uh, Dak Prescott, not a great stat line here. 12 of 20 for only 115 yards. Does have two touchdowns, however, the one interception and one sack, and not really impressive for Matt Ryan either. Six of 14 for 98 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and two sacks. Yeah, not good at all. I mean, Dallas Cowboys were able, because of the two-minute situation or debacle, uh, if you will, had 41 plays uh, in that in that first half. And um, it's balanced, believe it or not, for Dallas, even with the two-minute situation. And uh, you think about what's going on with the Colts, you know, about 31 plays uh, executed. Uh, both teams with seven drives, which you is... You use that word executed yeah. liberally. Yeah. Did they really execute? No, 31? no, they didn't. They <laughs> I think didn't. they executed about 25 Yeah, plays. they I know. <laughs> they tried to execute, yeah, certainly. But, yeah, let's take away about six or seven of those plays. But... Uh, seven drives, though. I mean, the three-and-out nature of this game, too, or the, or the turnover nature uh, of this game, you wonder what the second half is going to be like. I mean, are we going to really be on track to for 14 drives in this game, 14 drives each? And uh, that will be interesting from a total standpoint. And uh, you wonder how the game turns out after that, too. So um, blown opportunity, though, for the Colts. Uh, to really try to capitalize uh, their situation in this football game. Yeah, and if you're a Colts backer in this game, that that is a a pretty tough situation Mm -hmm. for you right there. It looked like you could possibly have the lead going into halftime, and now you're not even close. You trail by eight. And, uh, you know, according to the the spread where we were prior to kickoff at 11, and then this goes back to Will Hill's bet as well, laying six and a half with the Cowboys in the first half. Typically, your full game spread – the halftime is about half of that, Mm -hmm. which it roughly was six and a half, 11, 11 and a half, what have you. Um, But with the Cowboys up by eight, that would translate into them winning this game by somewhere between 13 and 16 points. So the Colts backers, you're already further behind the eight ball than you thought you were going to be with less than two minutes left in this half. You know what? If, if you had to, you said the second half was the second half line is Cowboys minus three and a half minus three and a half. Okay. But um, yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, because in game, whether whatever happens, like this opening drive, um, it'd be interesting about end game situation. Like if you like the Colts, because I was going to ask you about that. Like if you like to take the ten points or eleven points that it was with the Colts at the beginning of the game. Now that half the game's over, anything north of that, um, are you? Yeah, I think it's uh, a good point okay. you make uh, for the full game. Now again, the Cowboys are three and a half points mm-hmm. just for the second half alone. Three and a half point favorites. Um, for the entire game, the Indianapolis Colts are catching 12 and a half. So you're getting about a point to a point and a half better than you were to begin the game. And yeah, I'd probably take it before I laid it for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was pretty it was pretty lucky for Dallas that the Colts were so inefficient there in the final minute or even two minutes. You can you can go back to when they had the ball at the two minute warning right. as well and were only able to get a field goal. But the Colts were so inefficient in those final two minutes. Um that, you know, that's why we're at an eight-point margin here right now. Otherwise, you know, the other 28 minutes of the first half, the Colts were absolutely right in this. Yeah, I mean, the deficiencies for the Colts. I mean, last week, the situation with the Steelers, and now two minutes here. I mean, that's coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and that's that's a big deal, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, for the Colts. It really is, because they, 
you know, a new coordinator, whatever, whatever the situation is, it's new, uh, and yet they don't seem organized in a two-minute situation. I mean, no. If anything, you should, you have Deer to. Deer and polished. headlights look. Yeah, you have to be polished, uh, in one of the most important situations of the game. All right, let's move on here to the Browns at the Texans. By the way, the Indianapolis Colts do start with the ball first on offense in the second half. Uh, The Browns at the Texans, the return of Deshaun Watson, his debut did not begin really as planned. He completed a pass to Nick Chubb early in the first quarter, and then Chubb fumbled. Houston recovered it and turned it into three points. Under four minutes left in the first quarter, Watson intercepted in the end zone, and the Texans were back on offense again. They got it all the way down to the one-yard line of the Browns. They went for it on fourth and goal and came up short. They do get rewarded, however, with a safety, stopping Nick Chubb for a loss, and it was 5 to nothing Texans early in the second quarter. The Browns then took the lead on a Donovan Peoples-Jones 76-yard punt return for a touchdown, and it was 7-5 to Cleveland late in the second inning, or I should say second quarter. Ten minutes left in the third quarter, Houston quarterback Kyle Allen fumbles deep in his own territory. Denzel Ward recovers and returns it for a touchdown, now 14-5 to in favor of the Browns. Nine and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Another defensive touchdown for Cleveland as Tony Fields intercepts Kyle Allen, takes it to the house, 24-8 to in favor of Cleveland, and that was basically it. Not a pretty ball game at all. 27-14, the final Browns win and cover. Game stays under the total. Houston falls to 1-10-1 on the year. Cleveland proves to 5-7, and and they've won two straight. Deshaun Watson, his final tally, we talked about him possibly being rusty. He certainly looked that way. 12 of 22 for 131 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked once, and he had seven carries for 21 yards. I would say he definitely looked rusty. Yeah, he did. I mean, I want to start with Houston first because, I mean, from a betting standpoint, betting against Houston, I mean, my goodness, uh, there's no way Kyle Allen is better than Davis Mills. There's yeah, no I, I don't get that. Um, for an organization to be dysfunctional, or or is it by design, too, because of maybe there's incentives and contracts and stuff. I mean, all that kind of thing, which is, is, really, which is really irritating, mm-hmm. if that's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lovey Smith Kind of like the Matt Ryan situation. Yeah. He was pulled because of a, a clause in a contract. Right, right. right. I mean, Lovey Smith, uh, is he that bad of a coach? I mean... Uh, I but, would almost say yes. <laughs> but the organization is just god-awful, though, right? Yes. Um, so now that that's out the way, yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson was going to be rusty. I mean, everybody knew that. Uh, maybe if, if you were worried about it, um, you didn't make a bet. I, I thought about that, but then the teaser situation kind of pops up, and, uh, okay, there you go, right? Um, uh, and so Did you yeah, end up teasing the Browns down? Um, I did. Oh, good I, for actually, you. I ended up losing it, though. Um, well, no, you tease the Browns down? Yeah, but the leg that oh, I oh you had another leg, leg. Yeah, to okay. play the whole play so so um, but you know the Browns you know they're they're just a better team even with a rusty Deshaun Watson and uh, you know you get the victory that way uh, Brady but no it's a situation on which I mean the Houston Texans I don't know what the situation would be to where you would actually back them I mean uh, the points can get attractive. Uh, at times, I, I guess yeah. it gets to double digits. I mean, can, perhaps, how high can you make a spread? You know, I mean, yeah. last week they were getting uh, what was it, uh, fourteen mm-hmm. to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, this week they ended up uh, they closed as seven and a half point underdogs. They actually yeah. took a little money late, yeah, because uh, the Browns were as high as eight and a half or so. 
Um, but yeah, I, I would say they are a pretty difficult team to bet on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't get any easier next week. Uh, as you know, from our conversation about Circus Survivor, uh, they go to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not a good situation at all. They're 15 um, and a half point <laughs> underdogs in that <laughs> one. Right. And for those Survivor players that didn't play the Cowboys tonight, uh, there you go. I mean, opportunity for that uh, heavy home dog favorite, uh, home, home favorite situation with the Cowboys. Yeah, 15 and a half is currently the number the Cowboys laying to the Houston Texans in week 14. Uh, next up for the Cleveland Browns, again, they've won two in a row. Of course, Jacoby Brissett gets it past Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in overtime in week 12, and they go on the road and get it done in Houston today. So they've won two in a row. Uh, they will be at Cincinnati next week, a division game. You wonder if the Bengals will have any sort of letdown after that huge win over Kansas City today. Right now, the Bengals laying four and a half in that one, Mike. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't, I don't know about a letdown from the Bengals, though. Um, yeah, I mean that. I, I think when you're improving like this, this is what I was talking about. Like when you're improving like this, it's like okay, now you're in rhythm. Now you're starting to peak. Uh, letdowns maybe earlier in the year, uh, I would I would feed into that. But I think a division game contributes to yeah. the possibility of it happening. Okay, of a letdown. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you've got, I mean I I think if this was any opponent other than maybe a divisional opponent, mm. I, I think that spread would be higher. You you would think these the Bengals are much better than you know four four and a half points than the Browns, but. We'll continue this conversation on the other side. The uh, Dallas Cowboys stopped the Indianapolis Colts on offense 21-13. They now move to 14.5-point favorites in the live market. Wow. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine, uh, nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. And the Colts force a punt there. Dallas punts it back to Indianapolis as we have under 12 minutes left in the third quarter. Still 21-13 to in favor of the Cowboys. And with that drive stalling, they dip now in the market to 12.5-point favorites in the live market. That is exactly where we began the second half. The Colts will have their second possession of the second half coming up. The total dips to 535 Mike, in the last segment, we finished up talking about what's on deck for the Cleveland Browns. They will face the uh, Cincinnati Bengals on the road, and the Bengals are four-and-a-half-point favorites, and I felt that that line was a little short. If you just think about these teams yeah. and their you know, their power rating, if you will, mm-hmm. I think we all know that the Bengals are much better than the Browns, and the four-and-a-half felt short, but maybe they're adjusting. You brought up a point. They're probably certainly adjusting for Deshaun Watson, uh, Watson who should play better in his second go-around. And I think because it's a division game, right. they, they may shave a point or so off of that as well. Yeah, I mean, divisional games and, and second time around, divisional games too, probably ultra or more competitive that way. And uh, the Browns are trying to get something started with their new quarterback, and uh, you know the Bengals are trying to continue. Now, the Browns did win that earlier matchup. Yeah, the smoked Bengals, them. Right? Yeah, they smoked them. So um, that's why I was like, from a letdown standpoint, but – I, I get it. It's probably a tighter game because it's division, you know, and these two teams. And that, that always, uh, to me, uh, is a big uh, 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 a big s- or a situation you have to pay attention to, right? Yeah, and it might um, alleviate some of the letdown mm-hmm. factor because right. you know uh, a divisional opponent will get their attention. That, again, the last time out, smoked them. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, if you look at it, and, and, and they will from a – a standing standpoint, and then you look at where the Ravens could be tracking. I mean, the Bengals could win a division, you know? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and that's the situation. And okay, now you're in December and you're trying to peak. Letdowns shouldn't happen, <laughs> you know, if you're good. Yeah, but, I, you know, I think I think we're human. Yeah. And when you accomplish the feat of beating the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, the almighty dragon, uh, as an underdog, and, and – I think to repeat that effort the following week is just difficult as humans. Well, 
unless you're in the playoffs. And <laughs> when you're in the yeah. playoffs, you have to do well, it. Well, yeah, you have to. but we're not there yet. Yeah, I mean, but this team, Brady, this team is is a team that they look at each game as, okay, that's just another game. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, those are comments from the players, and uh, that's just the attitude that the Bengals have, I, I believe. I mean, and the Chiefs are going to do that too. So, okay, it's another game we lost. Okay, we got to get better and all this stuff. But, uh, I mean, if you're a good team, if you're a Super Bowl caliber team, like I think the Bengals want to be, uh, it's, uh, it's about that consistency uh, and certainly an increased level of play. And we'll get to some other games and other teams that ha- kind of identify that way. You know, whether it's the Lions, which we talked about already, or certainly the Raiders, you know, a team that uh, is playing their best football uh, right now. They certainly are. And there's Jonathan Taylor for a big gain. And I don't know if they're going to call that a fumble. He looked to be down when the ball came out, and uh, they're not ruling it a fumble, but uh, a big gainer for Jonathan Taylor right there to get the offense going for the Indianapolis Colts with now under 11 minutes left in the third quarter, and they show him down there, certainly hit the ground, the ground caused the fumble type of thing. Uh, They continue first and 10, does Indianapolis now from their own 31-yard line. Uh, Let's talk about some of the local football contests in town, Mike. We always do that on the Sunday edition of the Pro Football Blitz, go over the Circa Survivor plays, the Circa Million, and also the Westgate Super Contest. Um, I'll start with the Circa Million. Another week where the consensus was below 500, just two and three for the consensus plays in Circa Million. The Lions was the most popular pick. That was a winner. The Titans were the second most popular. That was a loser. The Giants catching two and a half. That was a winner, of course, in a tie. Uh, The Chiefs and the Dolphins were the fourth and fifth most popular picks. Those were both losers in the afternoon. The Chiefs lay in two points, lost outright. The Dolphins catching four, had a chance. But uh, the Dolphins really just turned into a turnover machine in the second half of this game today, and that ended up being a loser. And the same for the Super Contest results, two and three as well. Uh, The Titans, the Lions, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins, all the similar picks in both contests, but the Raiders were also one of the top five most popular picks in the Super Contest, and that, of course, ended up being a winner. So if you did anything better than two and three today in the contest, you gained some ground. Yeah, in our contest, I I think I went two and three. Good. Good Oh, oh, I thought you said three and two. Oh, no, 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 two and three, unfortunately, but... The Raiders and, and the Lions, um, and then the consensus, right, is what did me in. Because I had three selections uh, with the consensus and then one outside. So You had the Dolphins, I remember. <laughs> yeah, part of the consensus. You, you had the Lions, which was a good pick. Uh, I had the Chiefs. Okay, you uh, had the Chiefs. Yeah, um, and, and the Raiders. And then I think the Jets were the, was the other play that didn't come through there. Uh, although... Two opportunities to, to you know, at least uh, take the lead in that thing or, or tie it up. I, I mean, had the ball what, inside of 20 twice, right? Oh, yeah. Towards the end of that game. And, um, yeah. Well, I had the Jets as well in yeah. our little fictional contest. But, you know, this was the final week of the quarter as well. Mm-hmm. And you remember on the football contest show, we were talking with Derek Stevens and Jeff Benson. There was, there was basically 49 people that were in play for this $150,000 first prize for the end of the third quarter. And uh, with the consensus, again, going under 500, it, it would be maybe a little bit of a stretch to think, to think that someone went 5-0. and mm-hmm. and, and that's what Derek and Jeff were saying. With that much competition, 49 people basically alive for this third quarter prize, 
you figure somebody had to go 5-0 and to grab the top prize. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, on a big reveal once we find out uh, of, of who is going to prevail or win the quarterly. But highly competitive uh, when you think about it, uh, that that many people were uh, in line to win the quarterly uh, situation, $4 million. Uh, but no, I mean, the handicapping has been superb, you know, this year. Uh, it's been incredible. It really has. Uh, for, for, the for, the, for those at the top. Yeah. For, but the yeah. consensus has really started well, the, to take a dive. Right, right. Uh, um, I want to say the consensus is now in, a, in the neighborhood of 45%. So do you think that's indicative of people starting to take chances and trying to be different? No, I um, think it's just when you have, you know, what is it? I believe uh, 4,700 people almost in this mm-hmm. contest. I, I think it's just... In general, sports betting's hard, right. you know, and and you put that many people into the same room, uh, trying to pick winners, and the majority is generally going to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just like, it's just like uh, sports betting across the world. It's an extremely minute percentage of people that win and and do this for a living and, and make a profit year in and year out. They say one percent of all sports bettors. And, and then there's maybe another 10% that kind of tread water mm-hmm. and, and 85% of the, the public or whatever, uh, you know, on a regular or on a year over year basis over time is going to lose. Right. So uh, the fact that the consensus is hitting, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 45%, I, I think that's just the law of averages. Well, fatigue too. I mean, I mean, it's, it's an endurance <laughs> thing too. When that's you, right. You're trying to hang you in. You got to stay sharp week sure, after week. Sure. Well, let's talk about Circa Survivor. Uh, Circa Survivor, only one entry goes by the wayside. There were 71 live entries coming in to week 13, and 36 of those were on the Cleveland Browns. Those survived. The Seattle Seahawks had 26 people on them, and that was a little bit of a sweat, (laughs) but the Seahawks get it done late with a great comeback. Uh, Five people on the Cowboys tonight, and this one's still a little bit nervy with the Colts moving the ball here down the field. Uh, Jonathan Taylor dropped for a loss right there on first and 10, but they are deep into Dallas territory here. And you remember it was a 14 and a half point live spread not long ago for Dallas. They are now down to just seven and a half point favorites in the live market and all the way down to minus 550 on the money line. That was minus 1100 not a long time ago. So five entries on the Dallas Cowboys uh, in Circus Survivor. Still a little bit of a sweat going here with five or six minutes left in the third quarter, rather. Uh, two winners on the Ravens, and that was a sweat as well, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way down to the very end, the final 30 seconds when Tyler Huntley is able to get it in the end zone for the Ravens to convert that into a win for Baltimore and two people in Circus Survivor. The Vikings had one entry on them. That's a winner. And then the lone loser was on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And and that one's kind of peculiar. You know, why did you pick a, excuse me, <coughs> why did you pick a road underdog Yeah, uh, in Circus Survivor? Pardon me. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is availability too, Brady, which was Derek Stevens was talking about that uh, when it comes to uh, Circa uh, Survivor, uh, you know, just the available uh, options that you have right there. And, and keeping in mind what... What you're trying to map out, too, if you only have one entry. Uh, and certainly uh, it's unfortunate that that, that uh, entry uh, uh, is no longer in Survivor. All right, Sunday night football heating up for Colts backers right now. Fourth and one from about the 11-yard line. We'll update you when we come back. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming college bowl game and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers also get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this extended Cyber Monday offer won't last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. Fortunate enough to have Derek Stevens and company drop in on us there at the break. Derek entertaining Private Plane Wayne, who advances in Week 13 in Circus Survivor. He was on the Seattle Seahawks. He is alive and well for another week of football in Circus Survivor. He's also doing very well in the Circa Million contest. I guess he went three and two today, and that is better than the consensus right. did at two and three. So that's a positive move for Private Plane, uh, Private Plane Wayne. And, uh, you know, I put my producer hat on there for a minute, and uh, hopefully we can get him on the football contest show to join us next Saturday. Yeah, setting an appointment right there for next week. I uh, would love to get his insight. I mean, the Seahawks, 26 people were on in, on the Seahawks for Survivor. That one and got nervy. that game got uh, nervy there towards the end. But, no, that was, a, that was a treat for those guys to come in, though. Well, by the way, while we were uh, being entertained there by Derek's crew, uh, the Indianapolis Colts found the end zone, and, and I d was not able to see it, Mike. It's 21-19. to 19. I'm assuming they went for two and did not get it. Uh, but 21-19 to 19 with under four minutes left to go in the third quarter. So the Colts all of a sudden make this a ball game once again. Now Dallas back on offense from their own 25-yard line, a short dump off there for Dak Prescott on first down. That'll bring up second and about five. Uh, but the Indianapolis Colts move to five-and-a-half-point underdogs now in the live market and make that six-and-a-half as it ticks in Dallas's favor. Uh, but that's an eight-point difference from where we were just a moment ago as far as the live wagering. The Colts back down now under four-to-one in the live money line at plus 375. Dallas continues to plummet in the money line market as well at minus 550. But the Colts... Uh, you know, right before the half, Mike, in, yep. the, in the last two minutes, they looked like they were not going to be able to come back in this ball game, And all of a sudden now, uh, they're right back in it where we were prior to that final two minutes of the first half. Yeah, and that's something that we talked about. Like, if you like the Colts pre-flop, and now you got 30 minutes of football, you know, 15 points, I think it was, mm -hmm. uh, at one point. Uh, I, I, they had to be attractive to you then, I would think. Um and, and certainly, if you look at the game, the development of the game to Brady, outside of the two-minute situation, the Colts have been okay, right? Yeah, if, if not the better team overall. Okay. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I guess there's a case for that, too. I mean, down two points here. Um, and so they're not efficient in a two-minute situation, but my goodness, they were able to move the ball here after everything got established in the third quarter. Uh, to get uh, within, uh, uh, you know, a couple points here for the lead or, or, or certainly trying to win this game. So you wonder what Dallas is going to counter with, you know, Dak uh, or the running game. I mean, Pollard's running the ball well. Uh, yeah, we saw he a just had a nice there. run. Uh, but Dak hasn't particularly played great football, though. No, no, not at all. They are into Indianapolis territory at the 45-yard line. A good pass there to C.D. Lamb on second and six. It looks like he has enough to move the sticks there as we get down under two minutes left in the third quarter. Dallas still a six-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market, your live total 
at 55 and a half. Let's talk about the Packers and the Bears. This one going down in Soldier Field earlier today. The Bears, they got things started with a field goal. Then they added a 56-yard touchdown run by Justin Fields to make it 10 to nothing Chicago. Still three minutes left to go in the first quarter. Then the Packers responded with a field goal, make it 10 to three. And then David Montgomery ran one in from seven yards out with six minutes left in the quarter. Extra point was no good. And it was 16 to three Chicago. It looked like the route was on, but then Aaron Rodgers to Christian Watson for a 14 yard touchdown pass with just 17 seconds left in the half. And it was 16 to 10 bears going into halftime. The Bears got a field goal in the third quarter, but the Packers got a touchdown to begin the fourth quarter. A.J. Dillon ran it in from 21 yards out, and all of a sudden this was 1917 Chicago. Then Cairo Santos missed a 40-yard field goal for the Bears, and Green Bay was back on offense again. They get a Mason Crosby field goal to take the lead 20-19 with less than five minutes left in the game. Justin Fields was then intercepted by Jair Alexander, and it was Rodgers to Watson again. Christian Watson with his second touchdown of the day. The two-point conversion was good, and it was 28-19 Packers with less than two minutes to go, and that's how it would end. Packers win and cover 28-19, your final. The game goes over the total. The Bears have now lost six in a row. They dropped a 3-10 and on the season. Green Bay moves to 5-8, and and Aaron Rodgers now in his career – 25 and 5 against the Bears. Yeah. Um, keep your eye on Christian Watson, though. He's got eight touchdowns now. This kid's something. You and yeah. I have said it before. We like watching him. He, yep. He's awesome. I love well, watching him. You know, now you got a handful of plays, actually about six six games now. And uh, you wonder about any type of rookie of the year situation. I know Kenny Pickett's now playing quarterback full time. And um, you got some other players, Alave, uh, out there, too. But eight touchdowns. And, and the number of games and the impact that he's making. Um, keep an eye on that situation if you're so inclined with that market. But, no, I, I like the development of what we're seeing with the younger players uh, and an older Aaron Rodgers. I mean, a banged-up older Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, defensively, the Packers still have struggled um, uh, from a standpoint of stopping a run. And uh, But Justin Fields is that type of player. I'm, I was shocked that they played that guy prior to their bye week. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, maybe he is feeling better. You know, it's a separated shoulder. Maybe it has healed, uh, and he's good enough to go. But one more week, you, you kind of uh, assure yourself that way that this guy is going to be healthier, and at least for the down uh, down uh, the stretch run. And, I mean, you're, you're on this losing streak anyway. Um, you could ill afford to lose Justin Fields if you're trying to build this thing around him. Uh, moving forward, which I think the Bears are going to be capable of doing that with all the draft picks and uh, and, and salary cap situation. But, you know, a fantastic, fantastic player. Uh, but Christian Watson, I just love how he's emerging to be a playmaker. You're no longer a rookie. I said that last week, and, and it's starting to show with, with this player. Yeah, you know, he has uh, really come a long way since what looked like you know, a frustrating time for both he and Aaron Rodgers to begin the season, that drop touchdown pass, and it, that seemed to kind of linger for about three or mm-hmm. four or five weeks. Then he had some injury problems as well, mm-hmm. uh, but he's really blossomed here in the second half of the season. The Packers make it another win over the Chicago Bears, and it was kind of surprising that they, you know, even won this game by as many points as they did because Chicago really got out fast, they and did. it looked like they were going to dominate the uh, Green Bay Packers 
all afternoon, but not the case. The Packers get the win and the cover. Uh, next up for both of these teams is a bye week, and you talked about it, Mike. Obviously, the Bears uh, have a lot of work to do. They have some healing to do mm. with Justin Fields. They've lost six in a row. Uh, there's no bigger losing streak than that uh, in the NFC North division, and uh, they're on the verge of losing their season win total. I know that for a fact because I bet under six and a half wins. <laughs> so uh, one more loss for the Chicago Bears, and we'll cash that ticket. Uh, on the flip side, the Green Bay Packers will also go into a bye week. Um, now, you know, really the entire season has been a struggle for the Green Bay Packers, yeah. but they finish it off with a win over a division rival before they head into their bye week. I'm not sure what to make of them out on the other side. Just an inconsistent team, uh, Brady. I mean, uh, I think it's a team that's starting to realize that they're not very good. Mm -hmm. You know, for a while, for several weeks, it was don't panic, you know, relax and all this stuff. We'll figure it out. You know, other teams that we compare ourselves to, at least Aaron Rodgers did, was Tampa and the Rams. And you're like, oh, we're okay because those teams are right where we are. Well, the Rams stink. Yeah. <laughs> and so now Green Bay, I guess you realize that you're not very good now. But I think it's too late. Obviously, it's too late. So what do you do? What, how do you bet this team with that understanding uh, in the building now? Because it, it had been thir 13 win seasons three years in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's completely different than that. And uh, who knows about the playoff situation? I mean, I, I don't think they're going to magically appear in the playoffs uh, unless just teams fall apart. Uh, but you, you wonder internally in that building what's going on with the Packers, though. Well, Aaron Rodgers has come out and said that uh, he will play at quarterback. This was, you know, all news off of the injury that he suffered mm -hmm. in last week's game and the loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, the ribs. You know, he's got a broken thumb and. Uh, he was saying, I'll continue to play as long as we're in contention, as long as we're not mathematically eliminated from the postseason. And they continue that today with the win over Chicago. But, uh, you know, it may. would you think that if they truly are eliminated from the playoffs, let's say in a couple, three weeks or so, that, that Jordan Love will play and Aaron Rodgers will sit? I think it's a possibility. I mean, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who we know about what the um... – I don't know what is it. What did they call it? His injury. It's not a broken rib or anything. Oblique. Just oblique. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Simeon had surgery, right? He yeah. Said that. So, and he's got a broken thumb. Yeah, look, he's at the end of his career. I mean, we think a few more years left. I. Who knows? That's been my best answer with you. I, uh, I, I think you're right. Who yeah. Know, uh, who knows? Especially with Aaron Rodgers. Right. You got the bye week, and do. a lot of things can happen during the bye week, especially for that guy. All right, 21-19, Sunday night football in Dallas. We've got a game going on here, and we're beginning the fourth quarter. We'll let you know what's going on. Dallas with the ball when we come back. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today and get in on the action. It's a whole new game. Well, a whole new game for the Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Cowboy backers. Now, the Indianapolis Colts are still within the number, but Michael Gallup on a fade pass from Dak Prescott just made it look too easy here uh, against the Indianapolis Colts defense. 28-19 to now your score in, adva- uh, in favor of the Dallas Cowboys, a nine-point advantage. And, of course, they were 11-point favorites prior to kickoff and are nine-and-a-half-point favorites right now in the live market. Your live total Total ticks up once again, 57 and a half. And uh, Indianapolis uh, had an opportunity there, I think, to, you know, keep this a tight game. We saw them come down and score earlier, but they gave it right back, Mike, on defense. Yeah, they did. Uh, and it's unfortunate that way, Brady. Uh, uh, give credit to Cowboys right there for that nice drive. Dak Prescott, uh, the shorter passes, the run after the catch has worked uh, against this uh, Colts defense. You know, it's interesting, too, and we were talking about this during the break about when you go for two and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So now you're down nine points. Yeah. You know, if you kick the extra point, you're still still a one score one game. Score game. So, um, I mean, is that a Saturday thing? I mean, a lot of coaches do that. Yeah, they, they I, I don't. Early you know, and, I, I I don't really know the chart there. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You're down eight. You're going to go for two. Uh, you know, and that was um, that was the beginning of the fourth quarter. So that might have weighed in on the decision okay. as well. But the way the game was going, remember I identified uh, seven drives I think we saw in the first half 
Oh, there's uh, a fumble uh, by the Colts then, right there. Right. You just wonder how what, how the second half is going to go. But, yeah, if it goes like that, then it doesn't make a difference for the Colts. They're showing the uh, on the graphic there on our screen, showing the fans out in the Circa Sportsbook uh, over our shoulder here. Yeah. And a lot of Dallas fans going oh, yeah. crazy with that one. Uh, that was the tight end for the Colts. Made a nice catch and, and was moving the ball up the field and uh, just got it batted out of his hands. And Dallas goes the other way for a scoop and score. And, boy, this one is uh, getting out of hand here if you're an Indianapolis Colts backer. 34-19 to 19 extra point wow. pending. Uh, and Dallas now up in front uh, by 14 – or, excuse me, uh, by 15 points currently, trying to make it 16 here. Still a lot of time left in this ballgame, however, uh, for both Dallas to pad their lead or Indianapolis to get back in this. But I just don't know. You talked about it early, Mike, and, and Will Hill mentioned it as well. The game plan here for the Colts was to hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Now down 16, whatever it's going to be, the extra point on the way here, uh, down by this type of margin, are they going to be able to continue to feed the ball to Jonathan Taylor? And um, now you got the Cowboys going for two. Yeah, the Cowboys are going to go for two here. Um, you, you know, it, it's hard to say. You're in the, you're in the fourth quarter now. Uh, in the third quarter, maybe you can stay true to your game plan. Um, but you, you have to evolve the game plan now. The sense of urgency has to be created. Um, I still expect the Colts to run the football, but to stay true with what they worked on the whole week of practice as a, as a game plan, there's going to be elements of that. But now they're going to have to get to some things that maybe they scouted throughout this entire football game that maybe they can go to uh, with their offense. But uh, I haven't I haven't really seen that materialize uh, really. I mean, I saw one drive by the Colts, mm -hmm. uh, the turnovers and mistakes and, and and things like that. Those are Things that happen to a bad team, you know. Well, like, the good effort, though, good effort, like we like we identified earlier on. But Dallas uh, starting to generate turnovers and, and capitalize on those. Well, they did just catch a little break. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys did not convert the two-point mm -hmm. conversion, so it remains a 15-point game, 34 to 19. The Dallas Cowboys uh, out in front with less than 14 minutes left mm -hmm. in regulation. Uh, we talked about this earlier. We were talking with Private Plane Wayne, of course, uh, nice enough to stop by the studio with Derek Stevens and their crew. Uh, and he was on the Seahawks and Circus Survivor. Uh, the Seahawks at the Rams, and there was a lot of early scoring in this one. The Rams got it started with a Cam Akers one-yard touchdown run, and it was 7 to nothing. Los Angeles. Then Seattle responded with a Geno Smith to Tyler Lockett touchdown. We were tied at seven. The Rams added a field goal, and we had 17 points after one quarter at SoFi Stadium. Then Geno Smith to Noah Fant with less than 10 minutes to go in the second quarter, and it was 14 to 10 Seattle. The Rams then added a field goal with a minute left in the half, and Seattle led at the break by just one point, 14-13 Seahawks. Then midway through the third quarter, Seattle tacked on a field goal to make it 17-13. They exchanged field goals in the fourth quarter, and it was 20-16 Seattle. And then Cam the Ram, Cam Akers, plunges in from six yards out, and Los Angeles had the lead 23-20 with three minutes left in this ballgame. Then with 41 seconds left, Geno Smith to DK Metcalf, 27-23 Seattle. That was your ball game, 27-23. Ended up being the final. Seahawks get the win. Rams get the cash. Game goes over the total. Private plane Wayne survives. Los Angeles drops to 3-9. and nine. Seattle improves to 7-5. and five. Yeah, I mean, a lot of credit goes to Seattle. You know, that was a big number, I think, for a team like that um, who had lost two in a row. Uh, but more about the Rams and how bad they've been p playing, how poorly they've been playing. And 
uh, you know, for the Seattle Seahawks, that was a needed win. That was a that was a, a brush of fresh air kind of win uh, for that football team right there. And, and the way that they did it, too. Obviously, they believe in Geno. Uh, and, and Geno delivered. I mean, this guy, uh, I, I don't know if he's cast away all doubts because, you know, there's this notion that Seattle could start to collapse and, and start to falter a little bit. Certainly, they've overachieved. But Geno is playing into a different situation now at quarterback uh, in, in his advanced uh, career or stages of his career. I mean, it's really impressive. Uh, and the weapons that he has, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe a quarterback named Russell Wilson wishes he had uh, <laughs> D, DK Metcalf and, and Lockett. But Geno does, and it, it prevails, it wins. The shenanigans on the other side for the Rams, I mean, again, there's nowhere else to turn to. Revolving door at quarterback, maybe you can keep your opponent guessing as Wolford gets to start uh, and did okay, right? Yeah, I mean, the Rams played pretty darn – it's the best, put it this way, I think it's the best game I've seen the Rams play in at least a month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, they played inspired football. They ran the ball very well with Cam Akers. Like you said, Wolford was okay. running around, yeah. uh, and, and they had a lead with three minutes left to go in the game. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's sad, though. I mean, you go all in, and that's what the Rams did. And credit to Luffy and Carroll. I mean, we saw say this almost every week about identifying – uh, the drop-off of the Rams. I mean, oh yeah, that team went all in for a Super Bowl. And after a few injuries and not very good football, they don't have anywhere else to turn. Mm -hmm. They don't have anybody on the roster to help them improve their situation. Um, and we'll see what happens to Stafford. You know, I, I don't know. We'll see if we'll see him again. Maybe we will. Who knows? But I don't know how significant that's going to be either if you look at the Rams' schedule and how bad they're playing right now. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Lou Finicaro, who bet uh, the Rams' season win total uh, under, I believe the number was 10 or 10.5. Mm -hmm. He bet under that, and then he also went under the alternate line <laughs> of 9.5. And, and maybe it was 9.5 and 8.5, and but I think it was 10.5 and 9.5. And and but uh, he's already won both of those. The mm -hmm. Rams do have no chance of getting to 10 wins on this season. So good job there by Lou Finicaro. Uh, next up for both of these teams, the Raiders are at SoFi Stadium next week. The Raiders will go to Los Angeles and play on Thursday night, a short week for both the Raiders and the Rams. And the Raiders currently a five-and-a-half-point favorite in that one, Mike. I think that's pretty interesting. And then on Sunday up in the Pacific Northwest, the Carolina Panthers coming off of a bye week will go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, who are six-point favorites in that one. Yeah. Um, my first reaction on both of these would be to take the points with the Panthers. Again, a team that's struggling, coming out of their bye week, hoping to get things right, and maybe the Seahawks are a little bit inflated uh, off of a very impressive win over a lousy team. Uh, the Raiders are, are on such a roll right now, I, I'd probably want to actually lay it on the road again against a lousy team. The, the betting on the Rams is like betting on the Texans. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah, it really is a tough Even thing to do. Even though they cashed today. They yep, cashed the tickets yep, today. They did. I mean, I think for the Raiders, they're playing consistent football. Uh, they have balance on the offense, which is difficult to stop. Um, they have star power on that offense with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't even know if Jalen Ramsey can cover Devontae Adams. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Rams will have their hands full with that. Uh, and then defensively, the Raiders are improving. They are improving. Um, so I would look to lay it, too, even though it's a short week. Uh, the, the, the role that the Raiders are on right now, you said home field advantage. Maybe there's going to be energy and juice for the Raiders uh, out there in L.A. 
It's a short week, though. I mean, that that to me kinds of, kinds kinds of, uh, presents the opportunity to um, pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the home team certainly has a decided advantage yeah. on these Thursday games, and and five and a half points is a lot for yeah. a road favorite. Um, I, I'm certainly I'm not uh, real convinced. I don't have a lot of conviction on that one, but uh, my first reaction to the Seahawks would be to take the points uh, with the Panthers. We'll see. We'll come back. We've got more to cover. The Colts on offense trying to get back into this game late in Dallas. We'll be right back. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.